ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله really we are in the midst of a pandemic and we're not talking about that which has gripped the people from the likes of the diseases of aids or ebola or ebola or sars or what have you but rather we're talking about that which is of tremendous detriment to one's heart that which is more dangerous than the likes of these ailments in which were mentioned because all of these ailments if they reach their climax and they reach the epitome then they will result in the death of the body whereas this disease if it reaches its epitome then it will result in the death of the heart and that is more severe bila shak wa bila raib ya ibadullah qala fadilat al-shaykh shaykh abd al-salam burjas rahimahullahu ta'ala ibadullah inna fuqdan al-khushu' fi as-salah da'un buliya bihi kathirun min an-nas he said o servants of allah really losing out the khushu' not having khushu' inside of the salah not having the full submissiveness and humility inside of the salah then verily this is a tremendous disease that has gripped many of the people wa huwa fil haqiqah da'un khatirun and it is in reality a tremendously dangerous disease yumitu al qalb because it kills the heart وَيَصْرِفُهُ عَنِ اللَّهِ And it will turn a person away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ذَلِكَ أَنَّ الْخُشُوعِ هُوَ أَوَّلْ مَا يُرْفَعُ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ 
And this is because you find the khushu' It is the first thing to be raised from this ummah As you find the Islamic traits They will be raised one by one from the ummah And the first of these traits to be raised from the ummah Then it is khushu' So this is why everyone from amongst us He has to look at himself He has to challenge himself He has to work on himself As relates to khushu' Let there not be amongst us one who feels safe, one who feels confident in saying, All I have khushu'ah, I have khushu'ah, so I don't need to worry about that, I don't need to work on that. But rather all of us, we all need to work on the khushu'ah, because as the Prophet ﷺ, he informed us, this will be the first thing that is lifted, this will be the first trait that is lifted from the Islamic nation. As it comes in that hadith, in the Musnad of Imam, of, of Imam Ahmed Rahimahullah Ta'ala An Auf bin Malik Radiyallahu Ta'ala Anhu Al-Khushu'a The ulama they say that the asul of Khushu'a The origin of Khushu'a The foundation of Khushu'a Then verily it is Sukun Wa-Tama'nina Wa-Nkhifad Then it means the stillness the tranquility, the full submissiveness and humility. This is the origin of khushu'ah. With a shara, and inside of the legislation, khashya min Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is to have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have fear of Allah. Khashya min Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Takunu fil qalb. وَتَظْهَرُوا أَذَارَهُ عَلَى الْجَوَارِحِ It is to have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That fear that resides in the heart. And then its signs become manifest upon the limbs. That is the true khushu'ah. It is that humility, that full submissiveness that emanates from one's heart. And then the signs of it can be seen upon the limbs. This is not like the khushu'ah of nifaq. It's not like the hypocritical khushu'ah. The hypocritical khushu'ah. Then this is a khushu'ah upon the limbs while the heart is unattentive. This is a khushu'ah or the signs or the pseudo signs of khushu'ah upon one's limbs while his heart is unattentive. There's no fear inside of his heart. This is the khushu'ah of nifaq. Whereas that true khushu'ah, then it emanates from the khushyah, from the fear that an individual he has in his heart for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus, its signs become manifest upon his limbs. Ibadullah. Inna salat laha hurmatuha. Verily the prayer, it has its nobility, it has its sanctity. وَلَهَا قَدْرُهَا And it has its high status. رَتَّبَ الشَّارِعِ عَلَيْهَا فَضَائِلْ كَثِيرَةِ The legislator had placed many superiorities upon the prayer. فَهِيَ كَفَّارَ لِلْظُنُوبِ So the prayer, then you will find that it is an expiation for the sins. وَهِيَ النُّورِ لِلْعِبَادِ And it is a light for the servants. وَهِيَ النُّورِ لِلْعَبْدِ فِي دِينِهِ وَالدُّنْيَاهِ it is a light for the slave inside of his deen and inside of his worldly affairs. وَهِيَ صِلَةٌ بَيْنَ الْعَبْدِ وَبَيْنَ الرَّبِّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى 
yunzilu hajatahu lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala an tariqiha and you find that the salah it is that connection between the slave and between his lord jalla wa'ala by way of it he conveys his needs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of it he begs allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of the salah he beseeches allah subhanahu wa ta'ala عن طريقها on the way of the salah وإن هذه فضائل all of these superiorities that were mentioned and those that were not mentioned لا تحصل لكثير من الناس many of the people they don't get them many of the people they don't attain them many of the people they don't reach them why they don't reach them why do why is it that they don't attain these superiorities and these benefits لأنهم يفرقون في الخشوع فيها because they have lost out because they have missed out on having khushu inside of their prayer they have lost out on having a full submissiveness inside of their prayer وقفت في صحيح مسلم and it has come confirmed in sahih muslim and uthman bin affan radiyallahu ta'ala anhu anna an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala ma min muslim tahduruhu salatun maktubatun fayuhsinu wudu'ahu fayuhsinu wudu'aha wal khushu'aha wal ruku'aha illa كانت كفارة لما بينها ما لم تؤتى كبيرة وذلك الدهر كله. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said in his hadith on the authority of Uthman ibn Affan رضي الله تعالى عنه that the Prophet said that verily there is not a single Muslim who the obligatory prayer comes upon him and he excels in the performing of the wudu he put, he excels in performing the wudu which shows you the importance of learning how to properly make the wudu which shows you the importance of learning how to properly make the wudu as taught by the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam whoever excels in the in the performance of his wudu because it complies with the sunnah and he excels in his khushu' he excels in his submissiveness and his humility inside of the prayer and he excels in the bowing inside of the prayer except that it will be an expiation between that which is between it it will be an expiation between that which has transpired between the two obligatory prayers as long as he does not approach a major sin as long as he does not commit a major sin and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said wadhalika ad-dahra kullah and this is all year round this is the case all year round this is the case but it's for those who they excel in their wudu it is for those who excel in their khushu' it is for those who excel in their bowing it is those who excel inside of their prayer so the issue of khushu' is a tremendously important issue. وَكَثِيرٌ مِنَ النَّاسِ Many of the people, the shaykh, he goes on to say, يُوَدُّونَ الصَّلَاةِ They perform the prayer. 
Many of the people they perform the prayer. ولكن لا تنهاهم صلاتهم عن الفشاء والمنكر. Many of the people perform the prayer, but their prayer does not stop them from vile, nasty, despicable crimes. Does not stop them from sin. Many of the people perform the prayer, but it does not stop them. Does not prevent them from these nasty, heinous sins. Like zina does not stop them from the munkar, like stealing, lying, so on and so forth, does not prevent them. Why is this the case? Because we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us in His noble book, that the prayer prevents from the fahsha'i wal munkar. And verily the prayer it prevents from nasty vile sins like fornication and adultery and it prevents from sins and transgression. So how come we perform the prayer or many of us perform the prayer or many people perform the prayer but it does not stop them from the likes of these sins. does not stop them from this wickedness. Why is that? The Shaykh, the Shaykh Rahimullah Ta'ala he says and I want you to pay close attention. ذلك بأنهم ضيعوا الخشوع فيها. That is because they lose the خشوع. They don't have خشوع when they pray. That's why their prayer does not prevent them from the likes of these vile, nasty, despicable sins because they don't have خشوع in their prayer. So they're not benefiting from their prayer. وَقَدْ حَفَّ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ عَلَى الْخُشُوعِ فِي الصَّلَاةِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He encouraged us to have khushu' inside of our prayer. وَأَمَرَ بِهِ And He commanded us to have khushu' inside of our prayer. وَرَتَّبَ عَلَىٰ فِعْلِهِ أَجْرًا كَبِيرًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has placed upon uh, acting out the khushu' and having the khushu' a tremendous reward. كما قال الله جل وعلا as Allah جل وعلا he says قد أفلح المؤمنون that the believers verily they are already successful the believers undoubtedly beyond a shadow of a doubt no doubt no question they are already successful and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions some characteristics, some traits and attributes of the believers, those who are successful. The first one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, Allah ta'ala, He says, الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ Those who have full submissiveness, full humility inside of their prayer. Those who have khushu' in their prayer. It's the first characteristic that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions. فَبَدَأَ بِأَوْلِ وَصْفِ The first characteristic that Allah mentions is having khushu' inside the salah. Due to its tremendous nature, due to its tremendous importance, due to its tremendous status. So is there anyone from amongst us now except that we have to work on our khushur? We have to work on our khushur. 
if one will like an indication, what are some signs of an individual who he prays and he has khushur? Because maybe we think that we have khushur when we pray. So now what are some examples of individuals who had khushur? What are some examples of this? Unzur ya Abdullah. I want you to look and pay attention and examine and contemplate the salat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the salat of the Prophet on the salat of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam tara kamal al-hadi fiha you will find the most complete of guidance as relates to it from his motions from that which is said uh, from that which is recited from the khushu' from the khushu' فَإِنَّ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بِنْ الشَّخِيرِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَى عَنْهُ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بِنْ الشَّخِيرِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَى عَنْهُ He said جئت إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو يصلي He said I went to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he was praying He was praying he said, وَلِجَوْفِهِ أَزِيزٌ وَلِجَوْفِهِ أَزِيزٌ كَأَزَازِ الْمِرْجَلِ مِنَ الْبُكَاءِ He said, I went to the Prophet wasallam, and he was praying. He said, and inside of his chest, what was emanating from his diaphragm was wheezing. The wheezing like that nasal type of wheezing that comes from what? From crying. He said, I went to the Prophet ﷺ and he was praying. And I heard coming from his chest that wheezing, that nasally wheezing that one does when he cries. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he was crying while he was praying. This is a sign, this is a trait of the khushur coming out. This is from those Aspects of those traits of the khushur being manifest upon the limbs is the weeping inside the salah. When's the last time we prayed? When the last time we cried when we was praying? When's the last time we were crying when we were praying? We need to strive to have khushur. And when the Prophet ﷺ, he was sick in his final sickness, and he was unable to go out, he said, and command Abu Bakr to lead the people in prayer. Qalat Aisha, radiyallahu ta'ala anha, our mother Aisha, radiyallahu ta'ala anha, she said, Ya Rasulullah, inna Abu Bakr, rajulun raqiqun. Our mother Aisha, she said, O Messenger of Allah, Verily, Abu Bakr, he is a very soft-hearted man. إِذَا قَامَ مُقَامَكَ لَمْ يَسْمَعِ لَمْ يَسْمَعِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْبُكَاءِ If you were to stand in your stead in leading the people in the prayer, then they won't hear him, the people won't hear him due to his crying. Due to his crying, they won't hear what he is saying. فَقَالَ نَبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ 
The Prophet said, command him to lead the people in prayer. This is an example from Abu Bakr as-Siddiq showing what it looked like to have khushu' and it's been confirmed upon Umar that Umar you can hear his sobbing from amongst the rows, those who were in the rows praying behind him could hear his sobbing. And he was reciting Surah Yusuf. When is the last time you was crying in the prayer? When's the last time you recited Surah to Yusuf? When's the last time you read Surah to Yusuf? And you were filled with tears. You were sobbing. This is what it looks like to have khushur. Ya ibad. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who have khushur. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who benefit from their prayer. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who their prayer prevents them from all types of heinous, nasty, and despicable sins, crimes, and transgressions. Hada, aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum, fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Bas-salat, ya ibad, bas-salat. How important is the prayer to us? We heard and we saw some examples from the Salaf, from the Prophet Sallallahu and from Abu Bakr. And from Umar Which shows the khushu' they had in the prayer And the effects that, the, that it had upon them For this reason You find As the Shaykh mentions ذَلِكَ هُوَ الَّذِي جَعَلَ يَتَلَذَّذُونَ بِالصَّلَاةِ This is what made them taste the sweetness of the prayer. This is why they used to love the prayer. Do we love the prayer? When it's time to pray, is that a highlight of our day? Does that make us happy to know it's time to pray again? It's time to pray. Or is it as something that we take to as a cumbersome and burdensome task? وَيَرْكَضُونَ إِلَيْهَا إِذَا حَزَبَتْهُمُ الْأُمُورِ And the Salaf, they used to rush to the prayer when the situation became tough. When their affair will become difficult and intensify and dire, they will go to the prayer. We all know we have problems in our life. Not all times are good times, sometimes it's bad times. When the time gets rough, when the time gets tough, do we rush to pray? 
Do we rush the prayer? How important is the prayer in our life? Where is the status of the prayer in our life? When things get rough, do we go to pray? Do we rush to the prayer? The Shaykh Ta'ala, or the Ta'ala, he mentions, ذَلِكَ هُوَ الَّذِي جَعْلَهُمْ يُحِبُّونَ الصَّلَاءَ he said, and for this you find they used to love the prayer with an extreme love. They will love the prayer with a great love, with a very strong love. This is what we mean by extreme love, a tremendous love. A tremendous love. Do we love the prayer with a tremendous love? Do we love the prayer with a tremendous love? The Shaykh Rahimullah Ta'ala, he says, فَيَرَوْنَهَا he says, so you find that the prayer, the salah, was the most happiest and the best moment of their life. If someone came to you and said, Ya Abdullah, tell me what are some of the best moments in your life? We all know what most people will mention. Right? For those who are guided with Allah, they'll say the day I accepted Islam or the day I start practicing. And no doubt this is from one of the best moments of your life. No doubt. But outside of that, what people mention? When my children were born, when I got married, right? So on and so forth. But would they mention the prayer? Because of the Shaykh, he mentions that the prayer, this was from the most happiest moments of their life. From the best moments of their life was what? Was the salah. The prayer. We have an opportunity at least five times a day to go to some joyful moments. Do we see the prayer as that? Or do we see it as something that we have to do and we put it on the back burner? Oh, I'm so busy right now doing this and doing that. I'll get to it. I have some time. We delay it. We push it back. But this is should make us happy. Should be from the most joyful times of our life. Wayaqulu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Prophet he said, as it comes with authentic chain, Ya Bilal, Alhnadu Salah. The Prophet he would say, Ya Bilal, oh Bilal, give us some ease with the prayer. Meaning what Qada Adhan, it's time to pray. Give us some ease, Cordia, then. All this other dunya stuff, let's put that to the side. Delay that dunya. Time to pray. Time to be happy now. All that dunya stuff, the trials and tribulations, headaches of the dunya, put that stuff away. Cordia, then. And for that, you find the Prophet, I said, let me say it in authentic hadith. وَجُعِلَتْ كُرَّةُ أَعْيُنْ وَجُعِلَتْ كُرَّةُ عَيْنِ فِي الصَّلَاةِ The Prophet ﷺ said, And the prayer has been made the coolant of my eye. The prayer has been made the coolant of my eye. All of us knows best what we would have said. You see, after you hear some narration, somebody asks you, What's the coolant of your eye? You say, Oh yeah, the prayer. But I want you to question yourself and be honest with yourself. What would you have said before being reminded of these narrations? Because I'm sure we heard these narrations before. 
What will you have said before being reminded of these narrations? You see? And if you find that the answer wouldn't be like it would be after you had heard these narrations, then you have to look at your khushur. You have to look at your khushur. We have to examine ourselves. الْوَاجِبُ عَلَيْنَا مُرَاجَعَةُ أَنفُسِنَا we have to review ourselves. We have to assess ourselves. We have to be real and honest with ourselves. And we have to look at our prayer. We have to look at our prayer. Honestly. We have to look at our prayer. How many of the people who pray their prayer doesn't really benefit them a lot? And how many of the people their prayer is not a light for them in this world and in the hereafter? And how many of the people who pray their prayer does not prevent them from is not prevent them from fahsha, nasty, ugly, despicable crimes like fornication, adultery, etc., and does not prevent them from munkar, crimes, sins, and transgression. How many of us? How many of us is it that our prayer does not prevent us from the likes of these things? If we find that this is the case, then we have to look to our khushur. Because we're not getting from our salah what we need to get from our salah. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma he said, مَا لَكَ مِنْ صَلَاتِكَ إِلَّا مَا عَقَلْتَهِ He said, you won't have from your prayer except for that which your mind was present for it. You won't have from, you won't have from your prayer except for that which you was paying attention. So when you're praying and your mind start thinking about this and start thinking about that and oh I forgot to do this and I've got, I'm about to do that then that's a sign that what? The khushur. It's not there. It's not there. Because if you remember who you're standing in front of how are you thinking about something else? If you remember who you're standing in front of how is your mind preoccupied with something else? If you reflect on what you are reciting or what you are listening to being recited, how are you thinking about something else? If you're reflecting upon that which you are reciting from the Afqar, how are you thinking about something else? If you reflect on the takbir, Allahu Akbar, how are you thinking about something else? Because with that we understand that Allah Akbar min kulli shay, that Allah is greater than everything. So how are you turning your attention from that which is the greatest? How are you turning your attention from Allah who is the greatest to that which is not great? So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, إِنَّ الرَّجُلَ لَيَنْصَرِفُ وَمَا كُتِبَ لَهُ مِنْ صَلَاتِهِ إِلَّا عُشْرُهَا the Prophet he said, And verily a man, he will leave from his prayer, and it won't be written for him except a tenth of it. 
or a ninth of it, or an eighth of it, or a seventh of it, or a sixth of it, or a fourth of it, or a third of it, or half of it. This is the reality. So we have to ask ourselves the question now, what's going to be your health? What's going to be your situation? What's going to be your affair, your mulqiyamah? If you live in your life day in and day out, and you're praying with alhamd, but you're only getting from your prayer a tenth of it, how are you going to fare your mulqiyamah? Contemplate on this, ya ibad, and let us strive to benefit from our prayer by having the khushur and being attentive and keeping our mind on what we are doing and reflecting so we may benefit. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who benefit from their prayer, those who have khushur, those who their prayer prevents them from al-fahshai, al-fahshai wal-munkar, fa'aqimu salat wa inna salata tanha al-fahshai wal-munkar.